Hello, and welcome to the Scriptures Are Real podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about uh, things in the scriptures that have made them become more real to us, because we believe that allows us to apply them to our lives better and, and draw more power out of them, and we need all the help we can get. I'm your host, Kerry Mulstein, and we have a very special episode today. I'll introduce my, my guests in a minute, but uh, this is a part of... Uh, uh, besides our normal scripture discussions for a little while, we're going to try and help my audience uh, become aware of other resources. I believe that there are so many good resources out there. I'd love for everyone to know more and more about uh, other resources. So we've got a, a couple of uh, uh, the hosts of Saints Unscripted with us today. First of all, uh, let's take care of just a little bit of business. We have a sponsor today that uh, is not who I was expecting or planning on, but we've learned about a special opportunity, so I just wanted to let you know about it. I don't know if you're like me, but uh, I, as I'm getting a little bit older, uh, sometimes sleeping uh, through the night or sleeping a lot is not as easy for me as it used to be. And uh, there was even a, a time, well, about a year where I was putting off, but I knew I needed to get a CPAP. Um, and then uh, we found a product uh, and a kind of a number of things that have made a huge difference for me, like a really, really big difference for me. So uh, some of them, like I had been taking melatonin, but I'd learned that that uh, the, the melatonin that we take is it actually makes your body stop producing its own melatonin. And then you uh, you can't sleep as well after a while. It, it kind of uh, wears that out. But there's a product uh, that helps you give your body what it needs to create its own melatonin. That's been really effective for me. Uh, there's some other things that help us have the kind of omega-3 fatty acids that help us sleep. But the biggest thing for me has been a product called uh, nitro that helps your body ni naturally produce nitroglycerin, which includes, uh, uh, Im improves and increases your blood flow, which is what's made it so I don't need a CPAP at all. Um, I, if I'm taking that, then I, I sleep, I don't snore, uh, both my wife and I know if either one of us run out that, uh, we're going to hear some snoring, but if, if not, uh, uh, we're going to sleep well. Uh, I've had times where if I, I was struggling because of different things, if I take that again during the night, it makes a difference. It's, uh, it's almost like a big fat Greek wedding Windex for me, uh, because I've also found I have problems with canker sores and cold sores and things like that. But if I put this uh, nitro on it because it increases the blood flow in that area so we can get the healing going on quickly, it's taken what has been a miserable thing for me and made it so it's never a big deal. In fact, I have right now a teeny tiny canker sore that would at this point have been terrible for me. And it's no problem. It's not bothering me at all because I've been putting it on it. But the biggest thing for me is sleeping. So we've learned, uh, we want to say, I guess, besides Merry Christmas, Happy Boxing Day to our our friends around the world that celebrate that. And uh, on Boxing Day, 26th and 27th, there's a 30% off sale uh, on this stuff uh, and more. So you can get these products by emailing your mental wellness coach at gmail.com. That's how you can get these products. Again, big difference for me in my life. If you will email your mental wellness coach at gmail.com. All right. So as I said, I'm so excited about the uh, the guests that we have with us today. We've got David Snell and Caitlin Fotheringham, both from Saints Unscripted. It's actually a pretty big group that's uh, at Saints Unscripted. I'll let them tell you uh, about it. But uh, uh, I've seen uh, some of their videos. I think Saints Unscripted does a, a great thing. I'll just say, in my opinion, you're reaching uh, an age bracket. And uh, well, I mean, you you reach all sorts of ages. You can reach it. What you do, uh, everyone can understand. But you, the way you present things is fantastic for an age bracket that really needs 
to hear great stuff and is presented in a way that they're ready and, and used to seeing, listening, understanding. It just goes along the, the ways that they do in a way that I just can't do. I'm just too old and fuddy-duddy, I guess. So <laughs> uh, I, I love what you do. I think some of the best explanations of the temple and uh, and other uh, wonderful things, even garments and things like that, uh, that I've seen uh, have come from Saints Unscripted. You guys just do a fantastic job. So uh, maybe, maybe Caitlin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll uh, let David tell us about himself, and then I'll start out by asking you guys some questions. Yeah, great. Um, thank you. We're, I'm really excited to be here. Um, I'm Caitlin, and I am a Utah. I'm born in Ogden, Utah. I served a mission in Chile or Chile. Someone called me yeah. out on that the other day in Osorno. Yeah, yeah. Um, I graduated from BYU, studied PR. Um, I have a two-year-old son and I have been with, oh yeah, I also met my husband on my mission. So we both served there. Um, but yeah, I've been with Saints Inscripted for a little over two years, which is has been so much fun because I always admired Saints Unscripted so much and their YouTube channel. So it's really cool to be a part of it right now. Wonderful. And how about you, David? So I grew up in Oregon, Northeastern Oregon, in a little small town in the middle of the desert. Um, I served a mission in Chihuahua, Mexico, came home, went to school at BYU, studied communications, met my wife there uh, in our student ward i was assigned to be her home teacher and boy did i fulfill my calling <laughs> still are um, still am yes and uh, we have two amazing children uh now and um i got involved with um saints unscripted back in ooh 20 2017 2018 so it's been 5 or 6 years now and uh, it's just been an amazing education and an, an amazing experience, and I'm grateful to be a part of it. Well, uh, great. Thank you. So the, the question I have for you, and we'll just see where we go from here, is, you know, what what do you do at Saints Unscripted? Why do you do it? And how has that made the scriptures real for you? So you guys can arm wrestle who's going to say what first or anything along those lines. But uh, that, that's what we'd like to know. And, and uh, at the end, we'll ask, you know, how can people find you uh, and uh, what would you recommend? Who, who might they want to share, you know, Saints Unscripted with and that kind of a thing. But uh, why don't you just start out by telling us what you do, why you do it and how it makes the scriptures real. Yeah, so Saints Unscripted has been around, what, eight years, would you say? Seven, eight years. Um, and it was started just because there was a need on YouTube for more positive messaging about the church and digestible messaging about the church, just like normal people. You know, it was it was yeah. created with the purpose to show, you know, whoever's looking up the church on YouTube that there are real normal nice people who are members and and just a good way to learn about the faith so it started as a talk show originally called three mormons at the time till we changed our name to saints unscripted after president nelson's um advice to you know not use that word um but we have just kind of grown as a channel to help answer people's questions like tough questions you know you talked about the temple and garments we also dive into church history we dive into 
basically every question that people have that has to do with our faith, including maybe the more difficult subjects we tackle. And David does a good job tackling those um, on his little series called Faith and Beliefs, which is like a really good educational series, I guess. And it's actually widely used by missionaries to teach. It's used by people who are learning about the church. But yeah, you kind of mentioned that we target a lot of different people. Um, We are basically like for people who have questions, for people who are learning about the church, for people who are members and maybe struggling with their faith, or just for people to enjoy. I mean, we have a lot of very like faithful members who love to come watch and and hear conversion stories. We have a lot of guests who come on our show who talk about their experiences in their faith journeys. We have scholars who come on. So it's been just cool to see how it's grown to where it is um, and just kind of this community that we've built. Wonderful. And think, it, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I, yes. I was, I was just going to add, I, I think that there's, it, it can be hard to be a Latter-day Saint in the, the age of the internet, especially if you're a youth, you know, um, you, you, you maybe have a question about your own faith. You look it up online and you're bombarded with all sorts of negative information. And so I think that part of the purpose of saints unscripted was to just put something positive out there, like put, you give people a source that, that they know isn't going to be kind of antagonistic towards their faith. Um, and that was especially needed, you know, eight years ago or whenever we started. Uh, I, I think things are a little different now. We're, we're seeing a lot more uh, podcasts and YouTube channels and um, Instagram accounts and all these different things that faithful members are creating. Um, and so I think there are a lot more options today. But yeah, so Saints Unscripted, we, as Caitlin mentioned, the main show is uh, usually either just the hosts talking with each other or with a guest or a scholar. Carrie, we've had you on before, which was fantastic. Um, and, and that's the main show is unscripted. We're just kind of talking about different subjects um, as you would in a talk show setting. My segment, the faith and belief segment, these are shorter videos. Um, and because they're shorter and they're more concise and because they dive into kind of more controversial issues, those ones are scripted. I, I write those episodes and then we film them and edit them. Um, but yeah, so we kind of, as, as Caitlin mentioned, we cast kind of a wide net people that are interested in, you know, funny episodes about culture and, and things like that. You can find it on the channel. People that are interested in really, uh, controversial issues uh you you can find that on our channel too and hopefully you come away edified no matter what you're watching uh wonderful Uh, yeah i was gonna say i know uh like when i was with you on the book of abraham it was just a a fun dialogue but uh one of the things i really appreciate is that uh you do something that uh I know my podcast doesn't do, and that's you, you pay attention to, uh, you know, attention spans and uh, ways of presenting that that require quite a bit of editing and extra things, graphics thrown in and stuff. But just for example, we're told at least uh, as uh, educators of young single adults that typically uh, our audience, like the, the youth and the young single adults of the church uh, online, the, the, 
thing that their brain is used to is, you know, five to at the most 10 minute segments of things. And you get, once you start getting beyond five, you're starting to, to lose your audience. Uh, now that's not what my podcast does at all. Right. Uh, we're, we're, we're on for an hour or so typically. Um, but you have these short, shorter things. And, and, uh, even when they're longer, you cut them up in fun little ways to say, okay, now we're moving on to this and, and so on. And you have the graphics and the fun things that make people laugh that I think really do catch the attention of, uh, young single adults and youth in a way that, uh, no one else is, you know, you talked about how there's more out there. Now, I think even the church is much more proactive in its online presence than it was five, eight years ago. Um, but uh, even then, uh, it may, it's probably because we're just kind of a reverent bunch. We don't get uh, some of the things that will really catch the attention of youth. Sometimes I see little things like that. Uh, if you go to the uh, the Gospel Living app and they've got things for the youth that are just like fun little clips with the little graphic guys running around and stuff, but you guys are fantastic at that in my opinion. So uh, that's, if I can chime in, that's one thing that I love that you, like you mentioned, or David mentioned that there's just so much more out there now, like YouTube channel wise, and just online that there really is a piece of media for everyone. When it comes to the church, there is definitely an audience who loves to listen to the longer podcasts. Like I know a lot of people who love that, and then there are those who want it in more digestible bits. So it's nice that we have every style of media right now that covers yeah. those possible topics. Yeah, that is a blessing. Like me, I'm going to listen to stuff while I exercise and while I make breakfast. And so something a little bit longer that I can just listen to and not watch. I watch hardly anything on YouTube. I don't have time to sit in front of a screen. Well, I, I do, but it's when I'm writing something. So um, the uh, but like my my kids that's not what they want, right? So what you guys produce is exactly what they want. So maybe I'll ask, like we've kind of talked about why you as in the larger you saints unscripted collectively, like if we had a plural you in English, I would have, it, it, why y'all are doing this, I guess, maybe that's it. Um, but uh, why did you, Caitlin, and why did you, David, get involved in this? And, and how has it made the scriptures real for you? I have been passionate about sharing the gospel and my beliefs since as early as, as I can remember. Um, I figure that if it's true, there's nothing more important. And uh, so that's kind of been a driving force for me because I believe it's true. Um, and what I saw in Saints Unscripted was this this might sound bad but but there are things that the church itself the institutional church just just can't really do for instance like you talked about the funny memes and little graphics and and editing things that we stick into our videos like you're never going to see that from the official church in the same way that we do it like right. making jokes and putting in spongebob clips and things like that and I get that, like, I wouldn't expect that from the church, but what I saw in Saints Unscripted was an opportunity to share the gospel in a really relatable, uh, down to earth way with the youth primarily who like, I I'm passionate about, you know, helping the youth to see the value of the gospel that we have. Um, and so to be able to do that 
the way that we do through saints unscripted was just like a, a really attractive thing for me um and as far as how this has made the scriptures more real for me i think when i was younger the scriptures were just kind of a compilation of stories right like just just stories with a moral to them um and it didn't feel like i was like i was in it like walking in the footsteps of lehi through the arabian desert you know so what i do with the faith and beliefs videos it, it's a it's a lot more academic than your typical scripture study might be or at least more academic than my scripture study was as i was growing up um and 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 i think that there's so, so in the church we we focus a lot on the spiritual aspects of the scriptures and we focus a lot on extrapolating the spiritual lessons that can can you know bless our lives and that's great and we also emphasize how like um a testimony of the book of mormon should be based on your your spiritual your relationship with god and a spiritual witness from the holy ghost and not necessarily on academic arguments or archaeology or or uh you know rhetorical studies and things like that but there's also a place for those things i think and as i have been more involved in kind of the academic side of things through these videos that i help produce on saints unscripted it has brought the scriptures to life for me a little bit more um just to for example um it's it's different you know reading about lehi's journey through the wilderness it, it, it becomes different becomes more real to you when you can actually you know go on google earth and essentially trace their footsteps through you know through the arabian peninsula and right. uh and you can it just like it's not just words on a page anymore like you can associate it with visuals and um another thing that i've been into recently um has been a lot of uh, rhetorical analysis of the book of mormon looking at structures and uh hebraisms and 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 seeing the it, it feels like a behind the scenes look at what the authors of the book of mormon were doing and you see the structures, you see the intentionality of what they were doing. You see why they were doing it, why they were crafting um, these verses poetically or, you know, why they were using chiasmus or all these different things. Um, and it, it feels like it has given me kind of a sneak peek into their hearts a little bit into their minds and, and, you know, what's, what's more real than that? Like I, one of our guests, Ben Spackman in the past has talked about what it means, what, what a literal interpretation of the scriptures means. And he talks about how a literal interpretation is just what the author intended the text to mean. Um, and so I feel like as I've studied more deeply the text of the Book of Mormon, uh, I feel I've like I've come to know the authors a little bit more intimately than I had before. So, so for me, that, that has been the, the biggest way in which the scriptures have come alive for me is to be able to transform these stories that are nice with a moral into like 
oh, these were actual people. Like, this is what they were doing. This is probably where they were. This is, you know, kind of the geopolitical uh, landscape that we're looking at. Oh, well, that explains why they did this and why they didn't do this. And understanding like the culture of 600 BC gives you all these insights into, you know, who they were as people, how they lived as a family. And it, it just, it really makes the Book of Mormon 3D for me. Uh, that's fantastic. And this, I mean, that's what I love. I love it when you're like, oh, that person is real. And he was going through this and thinking this. And then uh, since uh, I'm a real person, that allows me to kind of figure out how it applies to my life. So wonderful. Thank you. How about you, Caitlin? Wait, before before we go, sorry to take that back, but I do okay. want to say, while you say that you're, uh, you've been kind of getting into some more academic stuff, and I, I think that's absolutely true, but uh, I don't want uh, our audience to think, okay, that means that uh, there's, uh, I don't know, that, uh, it, you know, it's over the head of youth or young adults. You present it in a way that it's not. So that's fantastic. Yeah. And, and I'll just add that that's, I think that's the great thing about what I do is that like, I am a totally normal member of the church. Like I don't have, like, you've got a book behind you that says Carrie Mulestein PhD. I don't have, I have books. None of these are by me. Like I don't have these, these uh, diplomas and certificates to, to, that would give me expertise in this, which is, is detrimental in one sense, but in the other sense, like yeah. any member of the church can do this. If you, if you know where to go, if you know where to look, and if you're, into reading enough. <laughs> and Wonderful. the nice thing is David really puts in the work to study all of that and to compile that information so that many of us who, you know, or are not able to, or maybe just don't have the discipline to can enjoy and still learn from those resources through David, which yeah. is really great, which is why uh, faith and beliefs just does so well. So for me, my interest as far as, um, sharing the gospel or kind of joining saints unscripted started with my mission because I grew up a very active member, never doubted my testimony, never really had though a desire to serve a mission until I had a really significant spiritual experience where God kind of gave me a push that I needed. And, um, I did fight that for a little while, but eventually, you know, I did serve a mission and it ended up being the best thing for me. I needed a mission and I realized that there was so much more to my life than just like going along and living it, which is great. But I, I needed, like, I just felt more of a desire afterward to really build the kingdom of God. And that kind of bled into my education. I wanted to do something that I felt like would aid me in being a mother and being someone who could share the gospel and build God's kingdom. So I did communications. I went into public relations. And and I remember there was a lecture and I just kind of wasn't sure at the time I was on the fence about what I was studying. And a professor said, like we really need good people in the world of communications. And that is like so important in this world. And that for me just like solidified, you know, it told me that I was doing the right thing. And so I, I kind of sought to do that and finding Saints Unscripted, David talked about this. I mean, it's, 
it's a perfect way for, for me to share the gospel in a way that I can be myself and I can relate with other people and just share the gospel in a way that is coming from me and the other hosts and the guests in an authentic way. And it's just been so rewarding. I have learned so much and I've also learned a lot from our guests and from our other hosts and from their experiences. And so I've just, I hope that I can keep doing things like this for the rest of my life because it just gives me a sense of purpose that like, I don't know, that that just is so powerful and, and really pushes me. And um, as far as getting power from the scriptures or the scriptures becoming real to me through this journey, a lot of it has to do with just drawing strength from the scriptures, because as many creators would know, Sometimes it's hard to share the gospel online or just in general. I mean, that's just how it is. Like, it's just, there are people who are against it and there are people who will say things and there are comments and there are tons of YouTube channels dedicated to bringing the church down. That's just how it is. Um, And the scriptures for me have been such a foundation in my testimony more than ever. I have to read the scriptures every day um, dive into the book of Mormon and just make sure that the scriptures are a constant part of my life. And that really strengthens me in doing this kind of work. And also, um, as a, as a missionary, I tried to get better at studying the scriptures so that I could know how to answer questions, people like my investigators questions. And I have noticed that as I read now, when I see a verse, I draw so many parallels, um, that are just happening in modern day to what's happening in the scriptures, modern day questions that people are having that are being answered by the scriptures. And those are more clear to me now than they were ever before. So even though I may not be always looking when I'm studying, sometimes I'm just studying to study the scriptures, but those answers will come to me when I'm not expecting them, I'll be like, Oh, like this, this happens today, or this, this makes sense. Um, maybe I could talk about this, or maybe people have questions about this. And it's just cool because the scriptures were written so long ago and in a completely different time, yet they are alive today. And they bring so much to the table as far as like how to navigate your life, how to make Jesus Christ a part of your life, how to come closer to him. And for that, I'm super grateful. Honestly, I couldn't do any of this without the scriptures um, and the strength that they give me. So I'm just grateful for him. And, and of course, I would like to be able to learn more. I mean, I'm grateful for David's series as well to like learn more of the things that make him real as well all of the context and the history, that stuff is really cool too. So. Well, amen to all of that. And I'll, I'll even say, uh, you know, you said you hope you could be doing this the rest of your life. We hope you do as well. So whether saints unscripted or whatever you go to, we, we hope so. And, and I'll also, you, you kind of, uh, you said a lot of things that I love, but, but one that I, I thought is uh, worth just kind of passing on to our audience is uh, I think, 
for many people, as we study the scriptures, we look at them in terms of, okay, what can I get out of this to help me become a better person, help me draw closer to Christ? But if you're looking at it for that, but also, and maybe even primarily, how can I use this to teach someone else? How can I use this to bless someone else? That that adds a layer to your scripture study that is is really powerful and uh, and motivating and fills you with charity and all sorts of other things. So that's that's a fantastic scripture study skill, we could call it, is to look at them in in multiple levels in that way. So, uh, well, thank you. I, I, I'm so grateful for what you do and that you'd be willing to come on with us here. Do you have anything uh, else you'd like to add before we wrap up here? I would just say... Um, I, I think I'm a, I, I think there are a lot of people, a lot of members of the church out there with questions and, and that's okay. Questions are, I think, a natural part of having faith. Um, and I, I think I'm a, a living testament to the fact that, that, that you can work through those things. Um, the, the things that people see in, in our videos or the, the faith and beliefs videos specifically, I, I haven't just like known all that stuff my whole life. Like what you're seeing in the video is stuff that I have probably only recently learned. Um, and, and what you see in the video is oftentimes the result of me personally working through these, these issues, studying them out, trying to make sense of them. And then, and then like, it's like, you're watching my own, my own, uh, you're watching, you're watching me work through them essentially. And, uh, and there are times when that's hard. Um, there are times when uh, I think the Hafens, Bruce and Marie Hafen expressed it best when they talk in their book, faith is not blind about, um, kind of a three-stage spiritual process where you start out in simplicity yeah. where everything's kind of hunky-dory and everything is butterflies and rainbows. And then you move to complexity and you realize that things maybe aren't as clear as you thought they were, or maybe there is some more ambiguity um, than you would have liked when it comes to church history or whatever. Um, and that's where a lot of people jump ship is in that stage two of, of complexity because, because it causes cognitive dissonance sometimes, you know? Um but I think it's important to recognize that there's this stage three out there that they call simplicity beyond complexity, where you kind of come to terms with thing with things and, and you kind of you 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 don't ignore the complexities, but you're able to make sense of them a little more. Yeah. Um, it might require a paradigm shift a little bit, uh, but I think that's healthy and I think that that's natural and uh half the battle is just knowing where to look, knowing where to find information to answer those questions. Because what, what I've discovered personally, as I've come across these questions is that like almost every one of them, like you might have an entire book that's already written about that, like mountain meadows massacre. Where do we find information about this? There's, there's a book. There are, there are multiple books that you can turn to written by faithful members of the church that are, uh, you know, academically credentialed as well that are really helpful. But the problem is, is that oftentimes we just don't know where to look yeah. to find information about these things, or we don't have the, the uh, patience to 
go through a 30-page academic article that's written for a more academic audience. Um, so, but the resources are out there. We just need to we just need to remain calm when we encounter these questions, and uh, take take the time to do good homework. And that's part of what um, I try to do through our videos is take the more academic stuff, take these 30 page papers and these books and repackage them in a way that will be more digestible for, for a younger, a younger audience that, that uh, isn't going to have the patience to go through those resources um, or, or may not know where to find them. Um, so I try to help out with that, but uh, it's uh, maybe I'll just interrupt and say, amen to that. Uh, in that, uh, like if you have a, a child or a young adult or someone that you know that, for, again, for example, just heard about Mountain Meadows Massacre and they're they're disturbed, most likely they don't want to spend the time to read a long book by, by Rick Turley or someone like that, right? But what they can do is go on to Saints Unscripted and get a really well thought out, boiled down uh, 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 crucial elements of that book presented them to them in a way that they can understand and that will be appealing to them and will help them find the answers they want. And that's the beauty of what you do. Right. And then below each video, um, at least on YouTube in the description, I we always leave tons of resources that you can turn to if you want to dive even deeper. Because, I mean, obviously you can't encapsulate all the details of, you know, uh, uh, pretty much any historical event in a five minute video. But if you want to go deeper, I, you don't have to go searching through the the wild wild west of the internet to find good resources i try to leave those for you so you can kind of uh go deeper and also trace my steps uh because these are resources that i've used in in crafting these videos but uh i just i just i want i want the youth to know that uh that there are people who you know are good logical people i'm not necessarily referring to myself but like the, the people no question is is going to be new i think like there are all these questions um i think that they're valid sometimes some not so much but there are ways that latter day saints um approach these questions and come out with their faith intact and so I think it's important that when you're in that moment of panic, when you don't understand something, just just take a take a deep breath and uh, and reach out for help. Look for the resources because because they're there. They're not going to force you to make any one decision. You get to make a decision, um, but but you want to do it based on good information. And that information is out there. Amen. And, and I'll just maybe even add. It's not that they, uh, in most or at least many cases, we don't just come out with our faith intact. We come out with our faith strengthened by having yeah, gone absolutely. through that complexity and then uh, coming to understand and, and the process and staying close to the Lord, your faith is stronger. Caitlin, you were going to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to add to that, that I, that's one thing I love about our channel is that I think often people feel like they're alone in their doubts or alone in their questions or maybe even alone in their specific situations. Um, and of course, everyone's journey along, you know, their faith journey or wherever they're at is completely, completely unique. I like that 
on our channel, we address those things that everyone might, there's a, if you have doubts about this, chances are there's other people who do too. Or if you have questions about this, chances are there are many others who do. And then with all the guests who come on and share their experiences, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the church needs so many different kinds of people. And it's just kind of a complicated thing for a lot of us. It's a complicated journey. But if you can feel that you are not alone in something and that you can reflect, like go back to a community where people are talking about these things, like, hey, I've gone through this too, like divorce, been through it. Like, here's been my experience or like a faith crisis, been through it. Let's talk about it. Um, Or not sure about this question. Like, let's talk about it. Um, it's just nice to know that there are others who are going through similar things. And I think that we need to have more of that open communication just because like, we all seem like we kind of know what we're doing, but I don't know, we kind of just all have our things. So anyway, I, I'm just grateful for that. <laughs> and I think that just adding on to what you, you were saying, I think that there are a lot of people who maybe they don't have the doubts and the questions. Maybe they're just faithful Latter-day Saints that also feel alone because of whatever reason because of opposition online i mean if you if you don't grow up in utah you know you might be in a little branch somewhere and might not have very many latter-day saint friends uh, or family members to support you and if you turn to the internet you might find a lot of opposition there Um, but i hope that our channel is also a place for the people that that just feel alone in their beliefs, uh, in their Latter-day Saint beliefs, that they can find a community where they can see other Latter-day Saints, be interact with other Latter-day Saints, and kind of find community there a little bit. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's And I think that's uh, what the Lord would have us do, is uh, strengthen each other in that way. And uh, so, well, thank you very much, not only for uh, the time you've spent with us today, but also for all the time i mean it's a lot of time you guys have put in uh to create these wonderful videos on saints unscripted so uh, i think youtube is the primary place but how how can people find saints unscripted yeah youtube um we're on instagram we're on tiktok um those would be the big three but the biggest is youtube biggest is youtube there's also facebook um oh yes facebook there's a separate Facebook page. There's the Saints Unscripted Facebook page. There's a separate page called Faith and Beliefs if you just want to watch the Faith and Beliefs videos. Um, yeah, and 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 if people have questions, people want to contact us. I mean, I've got a a, a public Facebook page for that. Um, Caitlin, I assume that where can people reach reach out to you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. If you go to our Saints Unscripted Instagram in our bio, there's a link to everybody's um, Instagram handles the hosts, but yeah, people can message me anytime. That's so. one of my favorite things about what we get to do is just mm-hmm. getting one-on-one with somebody and talking about questions or, or gospel topics. It's, it's fantastic. Well, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for that. And thanks for everything. Uh, and I hope that uh, my audience will think about people that uh, this may be useful for, and you can sit down together and watch something from saints unscripted or listen to something and, uh, spread the word about Saints Unscripted, spread the word about uh, the scriptures are real, uh, let people know you can uh, like and follow and download and 
comment and all of those things you can do the, to help other people know, but just talk to people and let them know as well about both of these. So, and we're going to continue to let people know about more resources as we go along. We also want you to know that uh, next week's episode is going to be uh, a lot of fun. We're going to start our Book of Mormon year and uh, we're going to have um, Neil F. Marriott talk about uh, how the Book of Mormon became real for her and, and uh, her conversion process, how that played in there. And Mike Goodman do the same uh, thing for that as we kind of look forward to studying the Book of Mormon. So uh, thank you to everyone, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week on both The Scriptures Are Real and Saints Unscripted. Bye.